I'm Derek. Um, it's 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 another week. It's it been another has week. And how been. has your week been? Um, my week has been kind of crazy. Um, my son's mother took a trip to Illinois a few days ago. To she left a few days ago to go see um, her dad for a couple of weeks. Oh, that's that's a good reason to leave. Yeah, and. Um, and so I obviously have been watching my son while I'm not working. Uh, my parents have had him the last couple of nights and whatnot, helping me out while I was at work. Oh yeah. But uh, it's a uh, pretty fun, you know. Nice to be able to have like an extended amount of time with him. I I enjoy that. That's nice. Yeah. That's, that's um. Thing. It's good to get that. I uh, good, to, good to get that. Good to good to. Sorry. <laughs> But, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's been kind of just a normal average week. I was working and, you know, just doing the the normal stuff. Um, and then a, a few unfortunate events occurred throughout, which... Might you say a series of them? Uh, yeah, it truly has been a series of, of quite unfortunate events. Um, but we'll get into that a little bit more in story time, I think. How has your week been? It's It's been uh, pretty good, actually. Um, like, no bad or weird things happened. Just kind of a kind of a week. It's been good. All right. Like, it's Hell yeah. solid. Um, uh, boop, boop, boop. Um, nope, just work. And, uh, <laughs> I had my first parent-teacher conference, so that was fun. Yeah, how'd doing, that go? Sounds doing good. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, but uh, I, otherwise, I have news this week. We have news. Let's get into the news. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, there, the Super Mario movie trailer. This is the big news because that trailer just came out today. Today. For us, like literally just hours ago. A couple hours ago. We watched it. New future like, people, it will be like a few days old. News, a, yeah, a few days like, old. We just watched it. It's brand new. We, we watched it literally pretty much right before we came and started recording. We yeah. we watched it. So, uh, what, what did you think? I Overall, I liked the way it looked. I liked the way it was animated. Jack Black sounded good as Bowser. Jack Black sounded very good as Bowser. I super excited for his scenes. Yeah, I thought that played out really well. Um, I thought even Keegan Michael Key did great yes. at Toad. He put on a great Toad voice for the couple of lines we got. I'm excited to see more of Toad in yeah. that. Yeah, and I mean Keegan Michael Key is fucking fantastic, oh. especially with his voice. You've yeah, heard his impressions and like he's. I mean, he's an accent coach, I think, or no, his wife is an accent coach. Yeah, yeah. See, he's gotten in on that already. Yeah, like, so. you know, his Toad voice is gonna be spot on. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm excited for that. Uh, uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Right. Uh, 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 um, a collective sigh of disappointment heard across the room when literally when yeah. he spoke. I I sighed. I went and we and <sighs> called it. I called that. That's what I said. Those are the words I said because I fucking called it. Chris Price just doing his own fucking voice for Mario, even though Charles Martinet is alive. And in the movie! And in the movie, but not doing Mario. 
when Toad sounds like Toad. Uh, Charlie Day did did that have a little scream as Luigi, and it did sound like Charlie Day, but it, it did sound like he was trying to wah it up. A yeah, little bit, he so. was. It was Charlie Day, but he was Luigiing it a little bit, and that was l- such a small yeah, sound we, bite. Yeah, we didn't get really anything out of that, so it could it's, have just been part of the scream, or he could be trying to do a Luigi thing. Either way, uh, either way, I Charlie Day though is such an animated actor as it is like it just in the way he is in yeah. roles that i think he'll play into the role of luigi very well yeah i think i think his voice will fit better than fucking chris pratt i'm so pissed about i chris am pratt. extremely upset about everybody else sounds good in the movie so far but it's just he, he did his own voice it's just his voice he's getting paid to talk <laughs> and he's i mean like it's yeah, it's technically acting, but the fun of voice acting is doing, bringing something new or different or special to a character. And when you just do your own voice again, like you've done for various other animated movies, just done your own fucking voice, just shut up and let a real fucking voice actor take I mean, charge. I, there are some people, however, that are typecast for that specific voice. Look at H. John Benjamin. Every well, because right, those he, roles he, are made for his voice almost. You know what I mean, right? But he's he's a very specific case as somebody who came in specifically. His his whole bit was that he didn't have voices <coughs> and he didn't change them for character like that. It's a bit and like it's funny because it's him and his voice is so like distinctive, almost, almost Ben Steinish and yeah, yeah. It's just so it's it's distinctive. In its own right, first mm-hmm. of all, and it's its own bit that has been going on for years and years now, and you you do it again, it's not as funny. And it, when you're doing it in the way that it's been done with Chris Pratt or with other... This has happened with other actors in the past. I'm not going to pretend like it hasn't, yeah. but like... When, I mean, when you do it Dwayne like The Rock that, Johnson in every animated movie does just his voice as well. Right, like, and uh, like that's that to me is bullshit. Like I, I don't really have many bad things to say about the Rock. The like, only, he's, the only he's thing, fine. he seems like a good person, and he, yeah. d- he takes on the roles that he gets. Like fuck yeah, and, and he's fighting really hard for Black Adam, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. But, also, he's a really good singer, which saves him in a lot of those roles. Like yeah. Maui, his role as Maui in Moana would probably have been a lot more boring if the whole time it was just because he is just reusing just his voice right. but because he got to use his singing talent in that movie as well it really helped make that shine differently right and the reason they pay the rock to do those animated roles is because they recognize that voice and they want his face associated with the movie like they, mm-hmm. they're not paying him to do a voice and i <laughs> just want them to pay voice actors to do voice I, acting i really i just voice got actors uh, are really cool and talented people sorry I just got a mental image of someone making a role for H. John Benjamin so that they could promote the show by using his face and everyone would look at the promotion and be like, who's that guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, some of us would know, obviously. They'd be like, oh, cool. But, like... But who's this bald white yeah, guy? Yeah, who's this bald white guy with, like, 5 o'clock shadow? Why is he promoting this it's really big... It's not even big shadow. Sh- it's so light. <laughs> like, it's not even shade on his face. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, H. John Benjamin. We're really big fans of you ever here. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> huge fan. Like, have been for a very long time. Uh, Cerberus. 
Cerberus, yeah. yeah. Archer is one of the best shows of ever, yeah. literally. But yeah, the Mario trailer looked good, except for uh, we hate Chris Pratt. In this role, I definitely disagree with him being there. I, there are I, some roles that... Star-Lord is fine, but he's my least favorite part of the Guardians movies, and also, I just don't like his face. I, I appreciated his acting in The Magnificent Seven. He was probably also my least favorite part of that movie, but his character was also essential to the plot, and he played his character well, and so I appreciated it. Let, let me ask, could anybody else have done that? Like, I mean, not... I mean, yes, but he also is had... a limited range of actors, is my question. I don't know. The answer's usually no. The answer, I mean, probably not. But at the same time, I, I mean, he did well with the role, and I appreciated his role in the movie. Yeah. Was he my favorite character in the movie? No, not by a long shot. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio takes that. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio usually does. But it, for the role he played in the movie, I think he did very well with it. Um, did... To be fair, a lot of my Chris Pratt hate comes from his personal views and how much he's been public about his horrible personal views, and so I'm shaded a lot by that. I don't want to get into my disagreements there right now. That's not what the Mario trailer's about. No, but... That's, I just want to, you know, I guess it's a disclaimer. That's yeah, you're a, you're a little bit biased. Yeah, I'm biased against him as a person because I disagree. I'm able to easily separate the art from the artist and be able to look at it as just a movie. It's really hard for me to do that sometimes. But, but even, I, even even as just a just movie. Just a movie, I, he's the wrong, wrong person for the role. Yeah. He really is just, he doesn't fit the Mario anything and for all the other people that are in the movie oh, that Danny Pudi's in this movie yeah <laughs> I'm very excited about Danny Pudi being in that movie you know what we didn't get which we got with the last trailer but we didn't with this one is we didn't get any of the Kongs and I found that interesting I think you got I, the penguins, but we didn't get the Kongs see I, I I've got a theory about how this movie starts because we just see we just see him pop out of a pipe and the like Mario coming into a pipe and he seems really confused about the mushrooms. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing that it starts in New York. Luigi pops out probably right after him. Probably. And I, I imagine that the start of the maybe trailer... Maybe New Donk if they want to keep it in a Mario universe. Well, no, the very start of the trailer with Bowser attacking the penguins. Right. That's going to be like intro scene of the movie that will be like the opening scene of the movie bowser yeah. going in defeating the penguins taking a star yeah right yeah if you haven't seen the trailer spoilers go watch the fucking trailer it's, it's out it's old now yeah it's like four days old by the time you listen to this yeah Three days. you're behind the times get with days. it <laughs> <laughs> um so that is i think very obviously the intro shot of the movie right I think that him popping out of the pipe into the mushroom forest is probably the start of Act Two of the movie. To be yeah. completely honest yeah. with you, I, I think like the first bit we get of Mario is going to be all in the city, him doing some kind of mm -hmm. work, and then they're the brothers are going to fall because into something and the, do that. The foreman is in this movie. He's, foreman Spike. Foreman Spike, yeah, is he's cast in this movie. Yeah, I got really confused when I saw that. I had to look up that character because it's not Spike. 
It's Foreman Spike. It's Foreman Spike, yes. And, and those are very different characters. They are. Foreman Spike was only it's ever like in, I think, the, the first game. He was the, the antagonist of the very first game where there, he was Mario and Luigi's... Was it like, the Mario Brothers game? Or was it the... the was it... Jumpman was in Donkey Kong. Yeah, this it and was then, before Jumpman. It was before Jumpman. Because this was back when they were construction workers. They were construction workers and not plumbers in the very first one. Well, right. Uh, uh, Jumpman was in Donkey Kong. Jumpman was in Donkey Kong. And then... The... But um, that, and that also lends itself to maybe being back when he was a construction worker because it's all done on girders and barrels and things like that. It all looks much more like a right. construction place than it does, like, sewers. Right. And yeah, so I think they're going to start with that, and I think Donkey Kong is going to be in that city. That, that is what I'm thinking. And then he might not even play a big part in the rest of the movie. I think he might just be featured in the beginning and maybe a third act, you know, come together scene. The right now, game was me. called Wrecking Crew. Wrecking Crew. The okay. game was called Wrecking Crew. And he was Mario and Luigi's, like, evil boss, essentially. Okay. And uh, so that's the game that he comes from. And that's uh, almost no one knows about that. That came, like, yeah, before the Donkey Kong games where Jumpman had to defeat Donkey to get the princess princess paulina i think it was it was paulina um and so i having him there yeah i think does lead credence to that it will start in like a new york or like a boston or whatever and will lead or maybe it won't even be new york maybe they'll start in new donk that's maybe yeah yeah. oh did you i was i was looking things up on my phone Sometimes I'm bad at doing two things at once, okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, like, depending on how in-universe in they want to keep it, they, mm-hmm. they could start it at New Donk City, and then, yeah. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Team. Yeah, and then it would tie in with probably a game. Well, and also I think very interesting to point out is that you got Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, as well as having Seth Rogen as Donkey yeah. Kong, because... I mean, canonically, Cranky Kong was the Kong that Jumpman was taking on in the construction place. Yeah. Which would mean he would probably also at least somehow be aware of Foreman Spike as well. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of tie-ins there. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think we've stumbled around the Mario trailer enough. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. We could do a whole episode about it if we really wanted to. but. (laughs) But uh, I just the uh, Danny Pudi is in this movie, and that makes me really happy because you know what else he's gonna be in the Community movie that's finally happening. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it uh, is. I'm so happy. Six seasons in a movie. It's finally gonna happen. It's gonna be on <laughs> Peacock. So I don't know if I have to buy that or not, but I will. I will just for this movie. I'll, I'll buy whatever platform it comes out on because that's I am so excited. The original cast is coming back. <laughs> I'm fucking stoked. Because they had a lot of, you know, change-outs in the last couple seasons where people moved on to do other stuff or yeah. the fourth season where things got weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm super excited about it. Yeah, that. that's really exciting. I have nowhere near as much of a, a thing for Community. I didn't really watch it, but I think that's awesome that you, you guys are finally getting your it, movie. It's the best emotional impact from a comedy I've gotten since I watched Futurama. Nice. That's a good thing. 
I just rewatched Futurama. <laughs> I have all of Community. All of it. Um, oh, I can tell the movie comes out. Mm. Oh, I'm so excited. They better release it on DVD so I can own it all. Uh, you might have to just buy it digitally because I don't even... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if it's, it's a straight-to-peacock, like, streaming release, I don't... I don't know, man. One can hope. We got it's a, it's a cult fan base. Like it could be enough demand for the DVDs. Yeah, I mean, you they, know, someone's gonna pirate it. You could just buy a pirated like disc of it. I, I could. You, I little... mean, if they don't make one, desperate times call for desperate measures. Yeah. Uh, you know what else is coming out? Uh, like very soon, November eighteenth, a Blue's Clues movie with Steve. What? What? The original Steve? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, but it's happening. That's so fucking weird. And like... It's also, I'm pretty sure, going to be straight to streaming. Like 20 years too late. Uh, No. That's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, I don't get it. I don't really get it, but it's happening. I saw saw an article about it. In another decade, are we going to get a Dora movie for no fucking reason? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I think they did do a Dora movie. Oh, God. I think they did a live-action Dora Oh, point. God. Oh, it's, it's not my fault you don't keep up with Nick Kids. I don't either. I'm pretty sure I just saw that around. Yeah, that's that's a weird, strange piece of information. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. The other really big news that came out between the last time we recorded and this time... Huge Ackman is going to be back as Wolvie. Yes, we Deadpool Hugh Jackman as Wolverine Deadpool 3. I'm so excited. This is I loved the the advertising they went for with this. I'm sure everyone's seen all the ads oh, yeah. by now. Oh, it was yeah. fucking everywhere. I watched a just one where they did a whole lip reading breakdown of the silent one. <laughs> yeah. My favorite one that I saw was the one where Ryan Reynolds was casually sitting on a couch in a living room talking about how he'd run out of ideas and he had nothing, no ideas left to do. Right, I have nothing. And nothing. It's terrible. And then Hugh Jackman walks by in the background and he's like, and then, hey, Hugh, want to be Wolverine one more time? And yeah, Wolverine sure. just, yeah, he just walked, casually walking up the stairs. Yeah, sure, Ryan. <laughs> just like, and then it ended. That was, it was just super blasé <laughs> and casual and I was just like, yeah (laughs) yeah i'm yeah i'm really excited to see what they do with that there's some really cool deadpool wolvie comic arcs so Mm -hmm. i actually have to be careful with wolvie because apparently wolvie is actually an in-universe wolverine that came from another universe that is cute oh weird yeah okay then yeah um i i think i'm very excited for it do you think they're gonna full bring Deadpool into the into the MCU? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I think he said that in one of the ads was like, "This is." I know you guys are looking for a big intro into the MCU, and then like kind of went on like he had nothing, and then introduced that he was doing uh, Wolverine again. Okay. Yeah. So that means Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is gonna be canon in the MCU. Y- yes. So. House of M. House of M. <laughs> and then, oh, oh, and oh. then that brings in all the other mutants. Uh, potentially, it brings in whatever. The, I'm pretty sure they're gonna Star Wars Legends it. I mean, they might, but they're even gonna, still, they can choose what they want to keep. Even still, I mean, you're gonna at least have a couple of the core team. I bet. 
obviously not the original cast from the movies that he he was originally in. Oh, give me Storm. Give me Halle Berry as Storm again. And the terrible one-liners. Well, I don't need the terrible one-liners. We can do good one-liners now. Or she doesn't have to do one-liners at all. She's actually a pretty serious character. And, and one of literally deep. the most powerful mutants fucking ever. Yeah. The power to just control weather at your will, like, that's The same thing insane. that happens to everything else. Yeah, why? 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 It's not a joke. It's a, <laughs> an awkward statement at <laughs> best. <laughs> it's a statement of fact. Maybe that's why they did it, because she's just not... She doesn't quip. She was just saying, you're going to die by this lightning. He didn't, though. He didn't die by lightning, but if it was a real-life thing, he probably would have. Oh, yeah. He's very conductive. Yeah. <laughs> and he fell off of that giant building. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of slippery so yeah. I, I you could justify him like bouncing or something yeah because he's of his weird body he's but toad yeah. yeah but like yeah the lightning yeah yeah he got struck oh. by a full force storm lightning yeah like, straight on the tongue yeah <laughs> going through your body without a doubt like i don't know he was on a metal pole as well yeah so i know he flew away but realistically his tongue would have just gripped on that right it's a prehensile uh, tongue i mean realistically degree. yes it would have gripped but once the lightning stopped it might have just instantly like relaxed just enough for him to slip and fall yeah because lightning bolts are just that split second it might have struck him did all the once damage again, very conductive yeah he might have just been sitting there zapped for a second well wasn't it also raining yes it was also raining very heavily if i remember correctly one of the scenes I hadn't thought about in a while, but I was just thinking about it the other day from that movie, is the scene where after they, they dose the senator with the whatever, and they, they're trying to turn him into the mutant, and then he finds out that he's, like, turning into, like, jelly, and he's like, pushes his face through the I bars and slips out. I that scene up to Kirsten today, because uh, the cat basically did that with our door. Yeah. <laughs> just, like pushed his face through instead of like pawing at it just like yeah yeah and i was trying to explain that scene to her because that's what it reminded me of mm -hmm. yeah just that him just like his face stretching all weird and he pushes his way through the bars yeah, like i had that first x-men movie like memorized at a certain point yeah i love that movie it was good it was a good movie back then but mutants Mutants in the MCU, I'm excited for. So I, I'm thinking we will get like the, the main five that started out the comic book line, but I don't know how far they're going to go with the extended line of mutants. Mm -hmm. I, there's a lot of them. There is a lot. And obviously everyone's going to be mad if they don't get their favorite mutant or whatever, but unless they do like a wide sweeping shot of Xavier's school catching a bunch of them in the background there's not going to be time to give everyone the limelight you know yeah. and it would be give weird to have Xavier's school there unless they did some more like multiverse shit yeah. because it's just not established and if it has been there already for so long. What, then, have they been, what have they been doing? What have they been doing? Why didn't anyone else? The Avengers should have known about this and brought it up at some point. Yeah, like, like, hey, maybe we could get, you know, like Kitty Pride to help us with Thanos. We can just face inside his body or something. Yeah. Go to Professor X for intel about literally anything X at any point. could have gotten into Thanos' mind, actually. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Professor Charles Xavier. Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> X gonna give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Roll and roll and roll and roll and roll. What? That's the wrong band. It's, it's a different song, but it's like, totally, it's a totally different artist. I know, but I just imagine him rolling into a room with that. That's also funny. <laughs> I mean, it got a laugh out of me, yeah. but I'm just like, I know it's a different artist. I understand that, but I like, it's just in the same era and it same, is same genre, so it, mildly. Yeah. Okay. Rough. Dmx isn't rap rock. Dmx is just rap. Limp Biscuit is definitely rap rock. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's all the, the, the big news. The I'm big excited news. to I'm see excited. Wolverine in Deadpool, and I'm excited to see Deadpool 3, period. Yeah, I am also. I've loved both of the Deadpool movies before already. They're very well put together <laughs> movies. Before just now you love them? Yes, before just now. Oh. They, were, they were great. Um, <laughs> no, they're, they're really well put together movies. They're a good story. I... Really appreciate Ryan Reynolds' the way he portrays Deadpool is spot on. Yeah, I mean he knows exactly who that character is and fought really hard. Didn't <laughs> no make one has it to right. tell him about his guy. He knows his he guy. He knows his guy. <laughs> For real. And that's he why he was mad in wherever he could. That's why he was mad in uh, Wolverine Origin. Yeah. Because that was not an accurate representation of that what was, Deadpool was, was supposed to be at it all. Was bad. That's why he got killed. Also, uh, he had the Merc with the mouth, and you took away his that, fucking mouth. That reminds me. I think that might be uh, how they introduce Wolverine into this. Like, he might go back and take that adventure from there. Oh. Because he was already back there? It, it like. So, I guess that's a, another question before we get off of this topic is, how do you think, like, are they going to multiverse Wolverine in? No, I think he's... Has he just been hiding in Canada, not doing anything? Well, I he does that for a long time, a lot of the time. Well, because, it, once again, this implies if they go with that like origin story, it, if they bring that up in any way, that then makes all of those original X-Men movies have also happened because this is that same Wolverine years later. Right. Which... But the, has they, the canon problem we just talked about. They do say in the Deadpool trailer that Wolverine died in Logan. We're not touching that. He died in 2029. We're not touching that. They said that in one of the trailers. Okay. Or one of the reveals. Oh. And when do these movies take place? Uh, I assume around now. Time. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's... In the Avengers, it's like twenty twenty five, like in a, no. But game. then there's the jump. There's the blip. No, yeah, by Avengers and or oh, like, by the end, it's by end game. It's like twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five. So he's only got like five, four or five years left. Yeah. But that then uh, also makes all those old movies canon, which brings back the issue of why haven't the mutants been doing anything? Where has Xavier been? Like. So he he could be well at this point man. Xavier's going crazy, but also in Logan that means in four or five years MCU time that means that 
everyone's dead. The world's gone to shit. See, and that's why I, I was confused by that. I was confused by them, like, full on saying that. Because I haven't actually watched Logan, but I know the old man Logan... Storyline. Storyline. It's uh, it's like, a decent movie. It's worth a watch. Yeah. It's uh, definitely worth a watch. Like, I... So... That has, like, hints at incest, Hulk, and end of the world, like... Maestro! Yeah. Give me Maestro! Uh, Maestro for the MCU! <laughs> they're just not gonna do that, Derek. I know they're not. They, they but Actually, you might get it in a what if. It would be so brutal. Yeah, well, they, they've been pretty fucking hardcore in those what if episodes a couple of times. The zombie episodes were gory. Nice, that's cool. I appreciate that. Like, I mean... it. To be fair, gory for the MCU. It yeah, was, it wasn't yeah. like invincible levels, but like, it was messy. Yeah, there was a lot of bones and shit exposed. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was brutal. And these are like you know beloved heroes. So, I know I know that everything that has to do with Maestro is just way too heavy for the MCU because they try to keep things family friendly as much as they can. And that's what I'm saying. But... Like, and Doctor Strange's was pretty fucked up too. That was my favorite one, but it was pretty fucked up and like that's they they might they might do like not a full-on version but not and not a fully sanitized one either for what a what if episode yeah which would be rad it would be rad um but yeah i'm i'm confused as to how the timelines are going to match up and how things are going to work out in that way because like there is a lot of time travel shit in x-men like, mm-hmm. specifically in the X-Men comics, there's a shit ton of time travel. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I mean, and Deadpool has done it uh, quite a few times. What if they... As well as traveling through universes and killing multiple versions of multiple himself. What if... What if what they do is they... Because they've laid into the bit where, like, they're kind of acknowledging like Ryan Reynolds's old role as Deadpool as well. Yeah. Well, and, they killed him. Yeah, they killed him. But what if they do like what if it is like a a time jump? What if it is a time thing where like he finishes off like a a, a younger Wolverine like right. that that when he's done fighting <sighs> that Deadpool like he kills that Deadpool and then he's fucking sucked off into the future and then he lands in front of this Deadpool. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, they might do that. I was thinking the the other possibilities that, like, they said they weren't going to touch his death, but what if they just, like, take him out of 2029? You just, like... Just just for a bit and then put him back? Yeah. It'll, like, it'll be something like, I know this is my destiny, I have to go back there to X-23 or whatever. But then that means that that Wolverine's doing the whole movie, like, dying with, like, no powers. Oh, yeah. And we also oh. have to bear in mind that it's a Deadpool movie. There's yeah. going to be a couple heavy moments, but overarchingly, this is going to be more a comedic movie. They're going to play into the humor of this shit a lot. Right. And the fourth wall breaking of it, because that's what Deadpool does. Yeah. Hmm. If we don't eventually get a Deadpool, She-Hulk, like, I'm talking to the audience. Wait a minute. You're talking to the audience? <laughs> yeah. We'll get that at some point. 
I'm gonna be just a little bit upset. It's such a, it's 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 a little bit low fruit, and I understand that, but I, I really I want that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> uh, I can understand wanting that. That's funny. That that would be real good. They're my audience. No, they're my audience. Look, I know they bought the ticket for me. Put their arms around each other. They're our audience. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be like, like it won't be either of their movie. They'll be in somebody else's movie and they'll yeah. walk into this frame and then they'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Con- the Russian communist flag just slowly fades in with the, the Soviet <laughs> anthem in the background. They're our audience. Ra, ra, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's probably not a good joke with the current climate (laughs) just move that clock a couple seconds (laughs) shit (laughs) me nah (laughs) not me no one's not never that's what I say not my chair not my problem what fucking floor was that never paid for no floor in my life do you have a story for us? Oh, oh, um, I, uh, I oh. do. It's not a story about me so much this week, but I have a story because I lost control of that sentence, and I don't know what happened. I, I just on. took over. I, I grabbed the steering wheel, and I, I took over. It's fine. <laughs> You're Jesus. <laughs> no, you know why I can't swim, Bob. <laughs> I can't get off this chair. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, I bricked it. If you want. I, no, I, I bricked it. It's fine. It's whatever. Um, so, I, uh, last week I got a message from a friend of mine, and uh, it was a snap, and I opened it up, and there was a picture of her laying in a hospital bed. She's, I'm in the hospital was pretty much all it said. How are you? I'm in the hospital. You know, and I'm like, why the fuck are you in the hospital? And she wouldn't tell me, and she wouldn't tell me. And then the next morning I wake up and I have another one and I open it up and she's, once again, a picture of her in a hospital bed. She's like, about to go in for surgery. I hope you have a good day. (laughs) And I'm like, why the fuck are you going to, what? That's just not, that's not an explanation. And then more worries. Yeah. And then she wouldn't tell me and she wouldn't tell me. Last night I finally saw her and I was able to get out of her why she had been in the hospital and why she had to go have surgery. Got out of her long enough to get the explanation. But <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> um, and so apparently, the other day at work, she got um really bad stomach pains and was throwing up for like the last hour of her shift. Well, that's usually bad. Yeah. Well, she thought she had just eaten something bad, and her stomach was upset about it you yeah, know so you know, like a, a little food poisoning or just ate like some run yeah so you know she left work she was in the last hour of her shift anyways yeah. so she, she left work she went home tried to sleep it off or whatever and mm-hmm. woke up the next day and it wasn't getting any better it still hurt really bad and so she ended up going into the doctor in the hospital to get it checked out doctor did all the tests on her ran her through the, the whatever 
told her that they uh, found she had a cyst in her ovaries and quite probably had ovarian cancer. Jesus. And ended up, gave her some meds and sent her home to rest. Okay. Right? That's, that, that's pretty heavy. Um, so for about a period of about six hours, she thought she had ovarian cancer. Right. Six hours after that, she's uh, waking up, g- taking the kids to school the next day, and uh, she gets a call from the hospital, and they're like, we read your report wrong. You don't have a cyst. You don't have cancer. Your appendix has burst. <laughs> That's a bad thing to get wrong. And you need to come in immediately for emergency surgery. Yeah, you should have had that done when you left, before you left. Yeah, yeah. What the? That's a bad thing to get wrong. So what she you does... the hospital? Because she is a ridiculous, stubborn woman. She does not wake her husband up. She proceeds to get out of bed take the kids to school, go shopping and do the errands. What the hell? Because she didn't think they would get done if she was in the hospital. <laughs> so she went shopping and did the errands. <laughs> it took her five hours from the time the hospital called her for her to go back in to have emergency surgery. That's too long for an emergency. By the time she made it back into the hospital to have emergency surgery, to get her ruptured appendix taken out, she had been walking around with it ruptured for 36 hours, and it was starting to necrotize. Jesus Christ. And she refused to tell me until I saw her, because she didn't want me to worry about her. Like, you were about this far away from kicking the fucking bucket, and you wouldn't tell me what was fucking <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Jesus. What the actual fuck? necrotizing flesh inside of you it's one of i just talked about how that was a thing that i hated just like last podcast just a gap in you (laughs) gangrenous Uh, but she's she's okay she's out of the hospital she's doing recovery she has about five weeks left to recovery like she's okay a gangrenous gap in your guts (sighs) i like alliteration i yeah i can tell but, it, <laughs> yeah, she she's okay, which is awesome. I'm I'm super happy that she's all right. Yay. But I was very displeased. Yeah, just tell people what's going on. <laughs> just, just, if you're having a situation and it's not, like, a legal thing that you cannot say, just tell people what's going she on. She didn't even, like, tell her husband. She's, like, because he got mad. He came to the hospital after surgery or whatever, and he's like, why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you wake me up? I would have taken the kids to school. And, like, she's like, you were sleeping. And he's like, and? She's like, I, I, I said I'm taking the kids to school and going back to the hospital. They called me. Uh, he, he's like, that. that's literally all you said. Like, uh, like, I thought they just called you for a fucking follow-up, like a check-in uh, thing. Uh, like... <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Yeah. You just tell people what's going on. <laughs> you, got an issue, you just tell people what's going on. Yeah. Um, it was not. <laughs> that's that's absurd. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So. Uh. What else is absurd? The MCU usually. Yeah. Usually. Um. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little movie review this time. A movie review. Yeah, uh, it's uh I, I watched Thor: Love and Thunder this week. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, all right. So um, 
I'm just gonna say full spoilers because I don't know where to stop. <laughs> but nope, that's the can't end of stop, that won't stop. See, I I almost wanted to continue that. That's that's the end of that sentence. Yeah. I don't know where to stop. Sometimes can't sometimes, stop, won't maybe. stop. Uh, anyway, um, I want to give it to you. <laughs> I want to say overall, good movie. It was it was overall a good movie. I like the story. The it had some of the better jokes from the MCU mm-hmm. overall. The some of the visual gags and some of the bits were really good. They were really funny. Taika Waititi, I don't know why that was hard for me to say this time. Uh, was <laughs> he did a he's very funny. He's a funny guy and he wrote some good jokes in there. Um, Gore the God Butcher was amazing. Christian Bale did a really good job. The his his opening scene with his daughter was absolutely heartbreaking. It was fucking phenomenal. I, Gore was the one reason I was excited to see this movie. I Christian Bale is an amazing actor all the way around, yeah. and I love seeing the roles he takes on and the things he does. And when I heard that he was cast as Gore the God Butcher, I got really excited because that is such a good role for him. Yeah, and he, I mean, he nailed it. If you're going just to see Gore, you're going to have an awesome time watching him. Now... I want to say that action set pieces were awesome. Uh, learning that Korg's whole species is male male is fun. Okay. That's That was just a fun little thing. Korg got a boyfriend at the end. It was real good. Uh, yeah. It was fun. Uh, was uh, I'm just trying to think of all the positives because I just have a few things I need to say about this movie. Yeah. Uh, but um, Jane Foster was... I was surprised by her By Natalie Portman? Yeah, Natalie Portformance. <laughs> I was surprised by her Natalie Portformance. All right. Uh, I, I, it was it was very good. It seemed like she was actually into the role, which that's, it didn't feel like the first couple of times. Yeah, was I was going to say, that was your worry with this movie, was that the last few felt very insincere. Yeah, and she, she felt like she was like, okay, I see where... This has benefited me. I'm gonna do a good goodbye. Mm-hmm. And that's spoilers once again. It's it is a goodbye for her character. She, uh, well, maybe not totally. She goes to Valhalla at the end. Yeah, but she does die of cancer, <laughs> and that moment has zero impact. <laughs> the fact that she died of cancer just has so little impact. It just means nothing to the overarching movie. It doesn't mean nothing, but like just. It just, there was no weight in it, her death. And, like, she went to Valhalla in an end credit scene, so, like, it wasn't like she immediately, like, just transported to her new place, but it kind of felt like that. Yeah. Just watching the the scene itself. So, that was, that's a criticism, but that wasn't for her acting. She actually, once again, she felt like she was playing into the bits and had a good time in this movie, which was good. What did you think of the goats? Because I've heard a lot of people say they didn't like... Either people hated the screaming goats, or they were the funniest part of the movie. Those are the the only two opinions. They they were good. I don't feel like they were overused. I definitely laughed a few times with them, but, like, I I can definitely see why people would find them annoying, too. Because their whole bit is that they scream. Yeah. The, the, The whole bit is that they scream the whole time. Um, and that was like just the polarizing opinion. Like I didn't see any of the middle of the road opinions about the goats. Either they were the worst part of the movie, or they were the best part of the movie. Like those are the only two opinions I saw. Yeah, they uh, they weren't 
they weren't bad for me. I I enjoyed them. I wouldn't say they were the best part of the movie, but they they I like them. I'm on the I'm on the love side of that. Well, well, yeah, but you're the most middle of the road that I've heard <laughs> at all. <laughs> you're like, yeah, they could be annoying, but you know, they were they were all right. Like <laughs> they, they were entertaining, and I got their point. They weren't overused, which yeah, they that was that could have very easily been done. That they were just screaming in the background of conversations the whole time but you see i would find that funny though like and played for a bit a couple of times where they're trying to talk and they they, they did it they did it at the the, like right when they got because the goats had to go on their ship on the guardian ship (laughs) so them arguing over the goats was really funny (laughs) okay yeah see yeah and and then the punchline to that bit was like uh and if we get hungry we can just eat the goats and then they stop screaming (laughs) good bit good bit um, but the, the Guardians were hardly in it, honestly, and, uh... Are they mostly just, like, intro-type yeah. deal? Yeah, they're, they're an intro, and it's just, uh, they, they go to save a planet from, you know, an invading species or whatever, and then Thor just kills everything, just defeats everything, just, like, it does that, like... I'm the Car- best. Cartoon montage of I'm the best and gets all the shots, does all the things, and mm-hmm. doesn't let the team do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was that. And don't get me wrong, that was a really fun action set piece, but, like, I don't know. The Guardians just seemed annoyed with Thor as a person. <laughs> that was kind of funny, but, yeah. I just feel like they could have well, wasted yeah, it more. Thor, or Thor has hit his prima donna stage. Yeah, I just, like, I feel like the Guardians could have voice their opinion more on that or like you know had given given some kind of weight to him departing from them mm-hmm. and that's yeah and i'm just gonna get into my criticisms now like overall it's a good entry into the mcu it was fun to watch but every conversation that was supposed to have any weight just didn't uh it and it feels like Almost everything that I have an issue with in this movie could have been fixed by editing. Mm-hmm. But, like, every conversation felt like end of sentence cut. And then they were off to another scene. And sometimes, like, you, you might not even think about it, but you just need... A pause. A pause. A dramatic... Pause! pause! Yeah. Yes, like that. Uh, but even... Even just two seconds to let the reaction sit on an actor's face or to let them walk out of frame and you think about the line on a landscape like mm-hmm. any 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 sort of time to let that line sit for even a second it and just, there was just none of that it just kept moving yeah and breakneck and, speed yeah and it's just like there was there was there's parts of a movie where that's really really good this should be like that because it's actiony and quick and you need to do that but it doesn't feel actiony and quick when you do that the entire time. Mm-hmm. It just feels like something's weird. Cause there's there's no pacing. There there isn't pacing. Like the movie has a story and an arc, and the characters have places they grow and get to. But like there's there's not a pace to the movie. It's all it's like it's like trying to do an opera all in four four. <laughs> yeah okay you, you it see, just doesn't work it, you, yeah uh, you just have to you have to have different arias different 
mm-hmm. overtures, different different songs. Mm-hmm. You have to have different songs in a soundtrack. And that's another criticism I have is they used Guns N' Roses like the whole time. I, I, I'm i fine with Guns N' Roses. I have said before I don't really like the voice so much. It's not it's mm-hmm. not my favorite, but they're a good classic rock band. Their hits are hits for a reason. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a, like an issue with them being used in movies, but it was just Guns N' Roses. And, like, you had the Guardians in this movie. You could have just thrown a mixtape at Thor. Yeah. Yeah, you know, or, like... Pick something different. Yeah, anything. uh, Anything that would have made this feel less one note. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's... Yeah, that's that's, that's my end... My end opinion on is it feels... It feels like a good note, but it's just one. Yeah. It, it should have been a whole symphony. Yeah. But it's a note. Yeah. It's one note. It's one note. Or, like, maybe even one, like, somebody wrote a symphony and then just took one instrument's part mm-hmm. and separated it. And they just played that one instrument instead of all and, the other And that stuff sounds that pretty. It. Yeah. It's, but it's, it could have been beautiful. Yeah. It could have been moving and emotional uh, instead of one person's talent on display mm-hmm. yeah um but i will say at the 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 end scene still got me emotionally um gore the god butcher um is like dying and he finally gets to eternity which is where he's trying been trying to get so he can just wish for all the gods dead mm-hmm. you know cause mass chaos and finally have you know butchered all the gods yeah um but Eternity looked great. He looked just like he does in the thing. Cool. Um, they, I don't know what the fuck Eternity is. Yeah, it's That's a eternity. weird assumption. And, yeah. yeah. It. Yeah. It's Eternity. Like. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Gore the God Butcher's like dying, and then uh, Jane Foster is also dying as Lady Thor, not Lady Thor, the Mighty Thor. <coughs> yeah. I was just saying that to clarify, but she makes a point of that throughout the movie, and they made a point of that in the comics when she first came out. Like, <laughs> come on, get with the times, pro. Myself. Um, yeah, she's dying, and he's dying, and Thor's like, make your wish, do whatever you want. I choose love, and that's basically the thing. It's like, you can choose love, too. It's, it's a really sweet moment. He wishes to have his daughter back. He wishes for his daughter to be back alive instead of killing all the gods. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the end of the movie ends with... Uh, yeah, That's when Jane Foster dies as well. But n- I think it might be because it's next to the daughter coming back that, like, she dies in his arms and then she just, like... She dusts. She gold dusts. She it's gets snapped. Pretty. Yeah, but it's all pretty. <laughs> She's Valhalla dusted away. <laughs> and, like, it just it loses a lot of impact. Uh, and I think it might be either the gold dust or being so close to the resurrection. Yeah. Uh, and that hard emotional hit with the father-daughter moment just... Overshadows. Yeah. The dying of cancer. Yeah, and the cancer's not really mentioned. It's just... A it's thing. A nothing. It's a thing in the movie. <laughs> but oh, by the way. Yeah. Oh, the 
I was in the hospital. <laughs> the hammer restores her to, like, full mighty Thor, but it also sucks out her mortal life. Mm-hmm. So she can be spent less time alive as Thor or more time alive sick and dying. It's kind of her options. Yeah. You pick Thor. You pick Thor. You pick Thor. Um, I mean, I would. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's... Over, uh, right, right, that, that wouldn't, oh my god. Words? Yep, some, some of them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, when she dies and the daughter comes back, the last scene is Thor being a good dad to love. Okay. Which she is deemed. Yeah. They're deemed love so, and thunder. Love and thunder, yeah. 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 Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because she was born out of love. Yeah, yeah. Reborn out of love. That's not on the nose at all. No. <laughs> but uh, she's holding, uh, he's got Mjolnir back, and uh, she's holding a Stormbreaker. Oh, neat. She's like four or five. <laughs> and she's, <laughs> backwards. But she's just holding it in one hand, charging at an enemy with him. <laughs> because she's, uh, it says she's reborn with the powers of a god. So who who knows what she is capable of, but so she's strong. Is this the the end of Chris Hemsworth contract as Thor? I don't know that because if it is, that's an easy place to then like not have Thor around for a while for a few movies, and then in like Phase Five or Phase Six, you pop back in a year a few years in the future. She's aged up. She's kind of taken over the mantle, and you have a new Thor for maybe Young Avengers. Yeah, yeah, potentially. But they could very well be. Uh, I mean, I feel like right now they're setting up West Coast Avengers, but they have been setting up some younger heroes for a while. And mm-hmm. I think if they do that, that um, Miles Morales might be included in that. That's, I, that's that, my theory with that one. That uh, would be neat. They would have to. Who would play a good Miles Morales? I don't know young actors, but it would have to be it would have to be a teenage kid. What about Jaden Smith? Maybe. Yeah, I mean he he could definitely do it. He could totally pull off a, a Miles Morales. Yeah. Yeah, he could definitely do it. They? Are they non-binary? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't pay attention to a lot of current things if they're not uh. If they're not actively in superhero movies, I don't know that much about them. Or if they're from like the late '90s, early 2000s, I know a lot about those actors. Too. <laughs> um, the the only other thing I wanted to bring up with this movie is that uh, I have a little fan theory, and uh, it's that with Kang being so present as the obvious next like big threat to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're going to reveal one of his many, many iterations through time became eternity. There, There is one past the one at the end of time, and it's literally eternity. Yeah. And at that point, he's not... That's that's his actual end point mm-hmm. for Kang, is that he is literally all of time. Yeah. He is forever and everything. And at that point, he wouldn't be trying to go back and fix things. What desire would he have? Mm-hmm. He is all things. He is eternity. He is what will be and what has happened. Like, there is nothing outside of K- 
Kang's character that would make that not work. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I I would be very interested to see if that is what they do with it. Yeah, that's just a personal theory I have because I think that would be really sick. Yeah, that would be very interesting. And uh, just a just a side note: if you look at, I've got the little Marvel encyclopedia, and if you look at uh, Eternity in that, and then look at Kang mm-hmm. in in his armor, like the pauldrons, the cloth that hangs around him, everything but the weird, the you know intergalactic tendril thingies mm-hmm. uh, the, it all pretty much matches up with the shadow that is eternity you know the, mm-hmm. the galactic shape that is eternity yeah and like just it lines up so well yeah <laughs> um, I, I would just really be interested to see if they do that and it's it, it is once again like that exact shape for eternity in Thor Love and Thunder too. all right yeah, that would be really interesting to see. I'll I'll be excited to see if that's what they do with it because that would be really interesting, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I would love that. Um, anyway, yeah, Thor: Love and Thunder. I don't. Uh, we don't really do movie reviews, but I, I'm gonna go out of five stars or how about a five Mjolnirs? All right. I'll say it's a. I'm gonna give it a two and a half Mjolnirs. Okay. It was it was a good movie overall, but. Some editing would have really helped it out. It, it ended up falling flat. Yeah, yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, I would really, like... Once again, Gore was so good. He was good and creepy. He had a couple of scenes with kids where he wasn't trying to be... Like, he was trying to be somewhat entertaining as their captor. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny because he did a bad job and scared them. And he was just like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it, was, it was... It's really... Christian Bale did a really good job, and Gore the God Butcher was so good. It's a shame that he was in this movie where he is dead now, and God. We oh, we also didn't see him kill any gods, huh? Not a one. Uh, we technically—that's not technically true. At the very beginning, we saw him kill a god, but he stabbed him below screen and cut his head off off screen. Oh, okay. that might just be the American cut of it, though. I mean, maybe so, but still, it's it's one god. Yeah. And there were, you know, like, they got reports on a screen of, like, oh, they're killing this god, oh, and they're killing this god, and like, oh, they've killed our god, and, like, they just kept scrolling, and it was, like, a bunch of them, and, like, we didn't see any of the god killing, hmm. any of him being, like, an, like, indeterminate force of just horrid evil, like, we didn't get to see any of it? Yeah, that's unfortunate yeah this movie could have really benefited from like an extra half hour it's two hours long it could have really just just push it guys yeah. like you i know you're trying to steer away from long movies but if you're trying to do something that big give it the extra half hour yeah you really it, it's just gonna bring you down if the extra half hour is worth it they won't even notice mm-hmm. you don't notice when you're watching a movie if it's good how mm-hmm. long it is yeah but if it's bad, it drags. Even if it's a short movie, it feels like it drags. I've seen 80-minute movies that felt like four hours. Mm-hmm. I've seen three-hour movies that I was like, whoa, how was that? I felt like an hour. Yeah, I, that's like... it's done already? Shit. I want more of that. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that just depends on how it's made. And if you do it right, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, before we get to a hypothetical, I had thought of uh, I had this very short little story that had happened the other week. Um, you know, I thought it was pretty funny. I was at work and um, this kid came in with uh, his grandpa to get some lunch. Right? Kids right. probably. I don't know, 12, 13, somewhere at, in that area. At the food store wherein you work. Yes, at the food store wherein the food is made and I work. Yeah. And uh kid came in with his grandpa. He was probably about 12 or 13. He looks, for all intents and purposes, like a little redneck kid, right? And, like, mm-hmm. short, like, crew cut, blonde hair, uh, camouflage cap on mm-hmm. and uh, like a mossy oak brand t-shirt All right, yeah. like you know going full up yeah a classic redneck looking kid he says in his camo pants yeah these are actual army fatigues and i just wear them because they're warm i also have thermals on underneath them because even though it's not cold out right now it will be when the sun goes down it was cold this morning yeah <laughs> um so uh, you know he they come up they make their order and uh, I take their name, and they go and sit, and then food gets ready, and I call the name out or whatever, and the kid comes walking up to to the counter, and he's like, is that our order? And I was like, uh, I think so, yeah, it's for, and I said the name again. And he just looks at me, and this 13-year-old kid looks at me and goes, I gang, and he grabs the tray and walks <laughs> off. And I'm like, what? What? Did a redneck kid just say, I gang to me and then grab his food? Getting old, Derek. (laughs) And so that was the joke then for the rest of the day, me and my coworkers. Anytime I would ask them something and they'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, I gang. (laughs) I'm hip. (laughs) Well, now you've stopped everyone else from saying it. Congratulations. You've killed a phrase. I... (laughs) Well, no, it's funny because I... I said I Old was man telling our lingo again. I was telling the story to another one of my coworkers who's Move on to the backup. Just a couple years younger than I am. He's probably about 25 or 26. And uh I was talking to him about it and I told him the story and he looked at me. He's like He said, "What?" I'm like, "He said I gang." He's like, "I don't think that's how you're supposed to use that." <laughs> he's like, "I think I think that's just wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, that was just a funny little story. (laughs) Do you have a hypothetical on your your mind? No, I don't at the moment. All right, all right. Do you have one? Searches frantically through phone. Uh... Yes... (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna keep it a little bit on brand with the news this week. All right. Uh, how about a? Uh, if you, never mind, never mind the plot of the Mario movie as it is. Okay. As it may be. All right. How would you plot a Mario movie? Ooh, how would I plot a Mario movie? How do you make the story beats work for a Mario movie? I'm gonna do the uh what the MCU does at this point I'm going to skip the origin. Yep. Everyone already knows who Mario is. Yep. He's very well established. I don't think you don't need a uh, a Mario origin. I think you can drop him immediately into a a 
a place where it's, it's already been happening for a while. And I think... Hmm. I think maybe... I think maybe you could even start it with um, them, like, Mario defeating Bowser, right? You start the movie off, intro is, like, Mario defeating Bowser and getting Princess Peach back. Right. And then they go off, and maybe that's when you can go, like, maybe to, like, Super Mario Sunshine Land or something. They go on, like, a vacation or something, you know? You save the princess, go enjoy yourself for a while. Right. And then... uh, Who's the guy that makes the gadgets? Doctor. Uh, the, uh, the one from Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Oh fuck. His brand logo is on a lot of the gadgets that get used. Specifically, it's on the the water pack that Mario uses in Super Mario Sunshine. Okay. It's on the wand that gets used in another one of the Super Mario games. His brand uh is on like all of these different items that are given both to Mario and to Bowser and the Koopas. There's, like, a fan theory running. I think MatPat even did a video about it at one point <laughs> where that guy is actually, like, an arms dealer that works for both sides and just sells to whoever pays the highest. He's keeping the war between the Toadstool Kingdom and uh, the Koopas, like, going for all these years. I believe that. Um and so I think it would be fun to play on that and, like, have a, a thing where you defeat Bowser and then Mario and Luigi and Peach and Daisy and them that like go on a vacation. And then it turns out that he is, like, a bad guy and they have to go take him on instead. Because that would take... EGAD. EGAD, thank you. Um, I think that would be a really fun thing to do because... It would allow you to have all the characters that people know and love in the movie while doing something that feels new and different with the IP as well. I think that would be a really fun way to spin it. Yeah. That that would be interesting. I would like that. Uh, just, yeah. I think it would catch people off guard. I think that's the issue with that, is people maybe wouldn't understand what's happening. They're like, why isn't Mario fighting Bowser? Yeah. Like, there would be that whole hurdle to get over. You'd have to, like, acclimatize the vast majority of people to a weird idea that doesn't really... Part of modern Mario canon, necessarily. Yeah. But it would be a fun story. And I think it would make a good movie. Yeah, I think you're And I wouldn't have Chris Pratt be Mario. No. (laughs) Just have Charles Martin do it. Yeah. Let's go! Yeah. He's got it. He's he knows he's been doing it for decades. Everybody knows Mario's voice. I'm I don't really know how Italians feel about that. If you're Italian and hate it, let us know. Yeah, well, I'd like to know he's about that, but like Japanese Italian American, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's something. He's uh, a product of the world, Mario is. Right, but he's got a very stereotypical Italian accent. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is is if we discredit the whole idea of them being in New York or Boston or anything like that, and New Donk City and all of that is actually the canon place, then he's none. He's not Italian or Japanese or American. He, he's Mario. Yeah. He's just a person. 
Yeah, like they, he might be from New Donk or whatever, but that that doesn't make it part of the world, which allows you to have a lot more free reign with how his voice sounds, and not only that, but just what can happen with him in general. Yeah, there's no basis in reality at all at that point. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think starting the movie with saving Princess Peach is good, like defeating a Bowser and saving Princess Peach. I think that's a great way to start the movie. I think. Uh, I think the way I would do it is I also would not would not do an origin at all. Like, mm-hmm. Why would you? Yeah, there's it, no need it's to. It's like doing another Batman origin. Look, we all know his parents got shot. Yeah. Have have a dream sequence if you really need to, but like we and, don't need the movie to be about it. Yeah. Everyone knows how Spider-Man became Spider-Man. We don't need to see him get bit by another spider. We don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. No, we can just have that, you know, implied. It's... It's already implied, just with Spider-Man. We all know that. Or, apparently, we don't even need an Uncle Ben. You just have Aunt May die and tell him the same thing. It works the same. Yeah, yep. Uncle Ben, unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. <laughs> Unless they want to bring him back as a secret reveal later in the MCU. <laughs> scared of that one happening. Well, I mean, be scared because Madam Web is coming. I know. Ben Parker's... In that movie. I know. And we didn't see him die on screen in the MCU, so we never... Just can't be sure. Technically, it's a Sony movie. I don't know how canon it'll be. Yeah. But still, I'm horrified by this that movie. I, I was excited, and now I'm just not <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, God damn it, Sony. <laughs> Sorry, carry on with... We don't need the origin. Yeah, we don't need the origin. And uh, I would probably... Um, Probably drop him in like literally like World One One from the Super Mario Brothers game, yeah. and like, not like try not to make it obvious, but like, but it is that yeah, and he just has to like get to the other side of the spot to get to where he's going, and it happens to be like, oh, it's really high up. I best best use this flagpole. Like make it yeah, like it be cheesy and corny and just get through One One really fast. I think that would be. That would be fun. Like the fun intro is just yeah, do the do the level everyone knows. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then like once he gets there, it's just like, oh hey, I just came to hang out with Peach. Yeah, right. And then Peach is gone. <laughs> yeah. Peach is at an, we did have the Peaches at another castle joke right there, right at the beginning. So everybody. <laughs> do you think Keegan Michael Key's gonna do that joke? Yes. Do you think it's gonna be in the movie? Yes, I do. <laughs> Also, any very popular Mario meme from the last ten years, just don't be surprised if you see it. It's Illumination. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I just have... I would have a basic Rescue the Princess one. Mm-hmm. But, like, it'd be... Uh, well, it'd be a Smash Brothers prequel, effectively. You just... You have the the Mario and Luigi and Toad, have them all run, like, getting through areas, meeting people, like, meeting side characters, jumping on Koopas, whatever, um, until they get to, like, the, one of the, oh my god, Bowser's kids. Okay, one of of the Koopalings, or Bowser Jr., Uh, because technically different. Yeah, probably Bowser Jr., so you didn't like, oh, where's the other ones? Yeah, yeah. Because you just want this one this one hard fight, and then Donkey Kong comes in. Mm-hmm. Bam. Does a big old punch. 
and like helps him out with Bowser Jr. And then Bowser Jr. does the big reveal. Like, ah, he's back at the castle or whatever. Yeah. And then you got to go back and then you got the four players, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you go and save the princess. It would be a really, it would be a really cut and dry story, but I think it'll, like, it would be a good way to do a Mario story that wouldn't be, uh, I don't know, too out of the video game? Yeah. Like, I, I, I like the idea of keeping it within the game world. Mm-hmm. But I also would like them to set up a Smash Brothers movie with this. Um, I would watch a Super Smash Brothers movie. A Master yeah. Hand at the end. That would be interesting. Uh, I I did see another thing character. about this. And once again, this is a video that Matt did not too long ago. But I thought the idea was interesting. He touched on this idea where the movie might be a musical. Oh, yeah. Because there's enough people in it and everyone in the movie is a good singer even chris pratt amazingly has a good singing voice yeah, he's he's a he's a good performer he's a talented actor and like yes has a good singing voice i just don't like it yeah i know but but that's the thing it's like everyone in the main cast has a very good singing voice yeah some of them are obviously like very well-known produced musicians yeah so it's not exactly out of the realm of ideas to think that there will be musical numbers in this movie. Yeah. Which, and that is also, that's a weird feeling on my, on my chair. I don't know how I feel about this Mario movie. That's already kind of, you know, not what we want it to be. Exactly. Is now a musical as well. I, I am really hoping that they, if they do any musical, anything, it'll be like a, credit song or like something something like that i could get past but like i really don't want this to be a musical i don't know what if it ends up being a like what if it ends up being a musical but then it's revealed that it's because it's just a re-rendition of super mario bros 3 and it's a stage play the whole time yeah like the curtain uh (laughs) <laughs> it's been confirmed that those are performances yeah it is con- completely confirmed that super mario bros 3 is a play yeah. it's uh it, it's a it's a full play yeah. that's that's why there's the end where you run off set there's the curtains and things like that yeah. so, so uh, to to do the stage play and have that be a musical it's not out of the realm of possibility, given all the things that we know about Illumination and the cast involved, I just don't like that. I don't like it either. That would make me be even more wary of this movie than I already am. I am a person who loves musicals. I love a good musical. If it's well-written and the songs are good, great. I love it. The story doesn't even have to be that good if the songs are great. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I love a good musical, but... I don't want a Mario one. Yeah, yeah, we that we don't need. You know how we said we don't need origin stories? We don't need a Mario musical. Yeah, you know how Detective Pikachu came out and nobody sang? That was good. That was great, actually. I appreciated that very much. Yeah. Once again, Ryan Reynolds killed it. Yeah, did He's a good job. a really good actor. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good dude, too. Yeah. He's, like, just, you know. Yeah. So, it's October now. Before yeah. we get to rounding things out, 
I am presenting you with a challenge. Okay. By the end of this month, you have to be at least Resident Evil 7. It's Spooky <laughs> Month! Play spooky games for Spooky Month, Keenan. That's Okay, that's fair. All right. I want you to play Resident Evil, and it's Spooky Month. Now's the time. You know what would really motivate me to play those games is if our listeners sent in an email about it. Yeah, please send in an email about it. Yell at him. Tell him to finish his damn games. Yeah, or you could even leave it in a review on whatever streaming service you listen to this podcast on. Except for Spotify. Because yeah. you can rate us on Spotify, but you'll have to email us or like send us a tweet or something in order to get at us. Because yeah. you can't actually leave a review on Spotify, which I think is really weird. Yeah. Anyway, Why? Why? Uh, you can you can send those emails to trueneutralpod at gmail dot com, mm-hmm. or you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Dab himself, and the True Neutral Pod at at True Neutral Pod is the True Neutral uh, Twitter account. True Neutral, True Neutral, True Neutral. Yeah, how many times can I say it in thirty seconds? Uh, uh, True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. We're we're around. We're around. <laughs> uh, True Neutral Studios on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, got the disappointing band, disappointing at best, yes. on the Facebook and the YouTube as well. That's right. Both those YouTube pages are just sitting at the moment. Sorry about that. I thought I'd get a replacement for my phone, and I just didn't. And we're working on it. Yeah. I'm also, maybe I want to buy a camera. I would like to buy an actual camera so that we can use for pictures and videos. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, get a hold of us in any way you want to. Um, and uh, uh, um, that's, that's about it. That's about it for the week. Yeah. Have a good one, everybody. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye-bye.